Namaste. This is Maya Tiwari with an episode of Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth. Years after my self-healing process from ovarian cancer and having since helped so many others to heal themselves, I believe the most important steps for health and self-healing are to take pause, to find the time to become still within and allow ourselves to breathe easily and reflect. This is an ancient solution to every problem that we have today. The difficulty is finding the time making the time, creating this space, this spaciousness that we need in order to allow the self-organizing, self-generating, intelligent organism called the human being to reset itself. That is all reflection is about. Today I'll talk about the first cosmic law of Ahimsa, which is a Sanskrit word that means non-harm, non-violence, in fact creating inner harmony, which entails generating peace for all. We must strengthen our capacity to awareness if we are to heal ourselves and everything around us. Awareness informs the mind of reason, logic, critical thinking and understanding. It helps us to reconcile habituations practiced over generations that may be negative and can be positive. The habituations that we've become so accustomed to that we just roll out with them and not cast enough awareness upon our actions and our movement. To foster this inner space, which is not only external but more importantly internal, we can discover the freedom to be at ease with ourselves. Imagine in the most critical of conditions where fear arises, lack and void and loss surround you, that you can actually reach into the depth of awareness and recreate, reinitiate the luxury of ease. That is awareness, that's using awareness. It reclaims our vast inner resources for love and light and compassion. And it helps us to conquer, annihilate, cremate the despair and the hurts and the fears and the actions that others may be accountable for that create so much ruckus. In our modern culture, Disease is a condition that can give us 
the irrefutable license to take leave from our daily routines to haggle and to battle with the self. But we do not have to wait until a crisis occurs or disease occurs to keep awareness prominent so we can keep creating space. The organism of healing deals with creating sufficient inner space that we can pause and find ease at any time of the critical crises in our lives. It's in a way the paradox of living. Without that inner space, if it is so crowded, if it's so taut, if it is so aligned with the disharmonies that surround us, and then our minds becoming preoccupied with these dissent and these disintegrative parts around us, then what tends to happen is we become more disenfranchised from the glorious conversation, communion, and conspiration that we have with Mother Earth, with the Akasha, the field of ether and space that holds every one of the five elements that is at the basis and substratum of memory, of our health, of the way that the memory within each cell functions, of the way that our organs function, the way that the mind functions, the way that the heart is fed and nourished. Just the five elements. That is the substance, the ingredient, so to speak, of awareness. So ease and space are the discussion of our talk today. We need to discard erroneous notions, in fact, permanently discard them. The notion that I can't take time for myself right now, or I have too many commitments to take care of, or there's no way I can create this time to do, to create this the luxury of space, spaciousness within me. It is critical, especially now, in this time of global crises and challenges that we take a long deep pause and know that we are facing massive transformation, massive crossing over, massive vulnerability. The first rule of healing is that nothing else is as important as well-being for yourself, your community, your family, and spreads right out to the globe, across our global landscape. So the art of pause becomes our first medicine in healing. Once we recognize that this pause is not only essential, but also an imperative part of the rhythm of maintaining a sentient mind and healthful body, we have no choice but to take pause. We can emulate the seasons by bearing witness to their cyclical movements, the pauses and junctures, 
Nature presents herself around us to us under our feet above our head. Nature turns us around, it is only the Akasha space that holds us together. And we have so much to be grateful to the five elements for because they course through us, they make us. They are the substance of who we are as humans, of other species, of the world, of the earth, of nature, herself. So recognize pause, not being pushed into a state of inertia, but pause that prevents inertia, the pause that is awareful and mindful that you're deliberately creating to breathe, to remember, to simply be. We have no agenda in a pause. There is a yoga asana called Shavanasana. It is laying as still as a corpse to do nothing. But that doing nothing floods the entire organism with awareness if we're truly doing nothing, if the mind is at ease, the heart is at ease. The mental fluctuations are for some time stilled. I understand from healing so many times over so many massive junctures of huge disease and huge disorder that we've got to trust this healing process because we are capable of healing ourselves. And yes, it does not discount that we could be hit from all sides, as I have been, by racism, disorder, violence, poisoning, disease. And yet, I have found out in the most difficult and trying of ways that if we allow the mind to follow the disorder that surrounds us, if we allow it to be untethered so that it could keep track with every iota of every indecent and undignified act against the human spirit, body and mind, then we can lose ourselves. We certainly abbreviate the pauses and we can certainly contaminate the inner spaces with no space no spaciousness. And that ultimately is the biggest poison, greater than all of the surrounding malintent, malfunctions and disparaging acts of our humanity around us. What I'm trying to say is that awareness is the most precious, priceless ability that we have as human person. And we need to relearn how to use it. When you feel that essential calm, it is because there's more spaciousness that is within. Spaciousness between the tissues and 
among the organs and within the very physiological bodily organisms, spaciousness between the memories of our lives, the spaciousness between ourselves and those we love, spaciousness between everything about the external of ourselves and nature herself, spaciousness within the space that we live in, spaciousness that manifests space within us and without us. To cultivate this awareness, we must take the time to pause every day. You may call it a meditation, you may call it a reflection, you may call it a time to have a cup of tea, you may call it a time to just sit and be away from it all. But you are not away from it all, you've become all of it yourself when you take that time. Whatever you call it, step back, hang loose, and put aside that already overpacked and scheduled pre-ordered life. And instead, just allow the simplicity of a sheltered space that is serene, uncluttered, distance from the baggage of your present living conditions. And just be, just be, be at ease, be in the harmony of who you are as a vibrational, exquisite instrument that is being primed for love, primed to love, primed to become the love that we obviously and apparently in each one of our human journey must become, no matter how many millions of lifetimes it takes to get there. I've written many books on this matter. Living a Himsa diet, nourishing love and life, a life of balance, secrets of healing, women's power to heal. It all talks about these simple ideas that have become so precious and so rare, but we must reclaim them because without it, we cannot reclaim our prana, our living breath, we cannot repair our health, and we cannot reclaim consciousness until we reclaim our spaciousness, the simplicity of our lives, for the greater intent of humanity, and for the benefit of self, family, and all. Our bodies are made up of consciousness and spirit and are forever connected to the greater continuum of energies through cosmic memory. In order to heal, we need to appease vital tissue memory and nurture the whole self. In essence, we need to reorder the same internal energy that went into the disorder and the dysfunction and the disintegration of peace, the same disorder that created the disease. We need to reorder that disorder in order to bring back the order into a state of harmony. And for this, we must reclaim our awareness, that moment-to-moment -moment state of living, 
the awareness that filters out the unnecessary from our lives without having to go to therapy, without having to think about it, without having to practice it. It is an endemic part, it's an immutable part of the human nature, awareness is. But because the mind is so busy, because our concerns are so many, because our trials are so tediously laden upon our shoulders, we miss the greatest asset that we have as humans, our knowing, our awareness. That awareness that needs pause, that needs you to step back, for it to be fully operational. It's always fully operational, but we miss it. We miss it because we're busy in the human mind. We're busy in the human vortex of activities. We live in the vicinal communities that, is, that are so packed with activity and activity, be they negative or positive, matters not. It does matter, but it matters not when we are looking at what is occupying the space that needs to be reserved on a moment-to-moment -moment basis that gives us back our intuition, that allows us to know something before it happens, that allows us that incredible subtle aroma, the smell of the pine cones, about the fall and the plop of it upon the grass. To be able, it is not just intuition, there is a finer sense with all of the elements of our sense organs. We can hear the distant tweaking of the bird getting out of the branch. We can hear the eagle's wings fluttering in far away a few miles up on Pisgah Mountain. We can hear that in the stillness of ourselves. It doesn't have to be imagined. We have the power as a human person to be aware of all of nature, all of these sounds, all of the aromas, all of the feel, the touch, the taste of it all. But for this we need space. And without space, we are not going to beckon our own sensitivity towards awareness. So, awareness is always there. It is indelible in the species mind. It's the higher mind, not the mind that's so busy. It's beyond the mind. It is what fills the entire substratum into manifestation. It is beyond manifestation. So let us reclaim that moment-to-moment -moment state of living, the simplicity that brings awareness, that filters out the unnecessary from daily life ways, during eating and sleeping and nourishing and nurturing. Let us bring back an awareness that keeps us poised in the way we think and breathe and move and vibrate within our incredible life. This is a significant way to engender love. When we nourish awareness, we feel nourished. We become more compassionate, intuitive, commonsensical, practical, 
and creative all at the same time. I recognize that you are all at various levels of practice, those of you listening to these podcasts. From the dedicated instructors and yogis to those who like and practice yoga and have an, or have an average urban life. But it's important to know that self-healing is possible for everyone, not just the privileged community. It is important to know that we do not require an extraordinary level of practice and discipline or even faith and courage to be able to heal ourselves. We can access that level of awareness that allows us to cure whatever it is that ails us. Each one of us possesses the innate power to heal, to love and to be whole. We do not need a college education or intense spiritual discipline or 24-7 holistic practices to be real and present with ourselves. The most critical obstacle in the way of healing is, of course, the lack of honesty with ourselves, being too busy to even create the space to know what is going on, what is going on within us, what is the content of our own responses to stuff that ire us, what is our angst about, what are we filling our space and time with, and as I said, we could be hit with disease, we could be hit by the disparaging communities as I have been in very racist, racially produced communities or just hateful energies and violent energies surrounding. And yet, this is where even the saint and the genius combined have to understand that if we were to ride the energies given to us by the unwanted, then we are wasting our time and using up all the spaciousness within. And ultimately, it is the lack of that spaciousness that harms us the most. No matter what they're using, they could be using chemicals and poisons and, and guns and violent things, but basically ridding that space of awareness by overcoming it, overwhelming it with our own responses to whatever it may be that is negative. It's so easy to do and so many fall trapped to this and I want to bring your attention to the fact that when it is difficult to stay positive because there's so much negativity flooding your vista, your lives, when you are held captive by incredibly harmful and, and disparaging and dissonant elements as life can become, remember, Go back to that stillness within and hold that space. Not necessarily a forgiveness or love or try to be positive. They don't work. What works is go back to your innate nature that's within you, 
that no one can take away from you. That nature of awareness by being still and trusting the process of stillness will begin to open up the spaces within ourselves, within the mind, within the heart, within the breath, within the way we breathe. And when you stand up again, your movement would have changed. Your movement around you would have changed. The movement of the forest and the sky would be conspiring with you to rise you out of the depths of any despair. That's how it works. And we must honor this process of self-healing. We spend too little time with understanding what it is about and too much time running after the external forces for cure and the practices and the principles and the remedies and da-da-da. But the basic thing is, if we can keep creating more and more space within us, it will take very little external remedy to help us to heal. And that is Ayurveda. That is the core of incredible ancient wisdom and intelligence. Ayurveda tells us that healing is an organic function within us and that in aligning ourselves from the onset to this truth, we can reveal the hidden cavern of all the unresolved, the negative, the desires, the fear, the weakness, the ancestral memories coursing through us that can pull us and push us. Illness and distress is not yours alone. But we cannot live anyone else's karma except our own. And we can share our commonality in distress and in joy with each other. Whatever is the challenge or however we feel about it, the glory and the fight is always ours and ours alone. We cannot hire someone to become ill for us. We cannot hire someone to be joyous for us, nor can we depend on partners or relationships and friendships to do that for us. The goal through every challenge is to heal. And we can accomplish this simply by going into a still space within. Hold on to that because that is where the medicine of awareness is bountifully. No lack of medicine is within us. May your journey be at peace. May you find that inner calm by just sitting, pausing. Take a step back, pause, do nothing. Just allow the self to be still ever so often throughout the day. Look up to the sky, to the greatness of the space around you, endless immutability of space that holds you upright, that keeps you from floating like a ribbon in the air. Just understand that it contains the five elements that are within you. Connect those elements from outside to inside 
and be still and know that the medicine of healing is within you. That is truly ahimsa. Ahimsa is the ever-generating intelligence of healing that we have within ourselves. Thank you for listening. Peace be your journey.